following has been pre-recorded for your listening and dancing pleasure. This Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carney. The hundreds of just a like on Facebook or a comment or my phone's been blowing up, which is great. I appreciate it all. And I'm going to Minden to see some great basketball. That's because you're Doug Duda. This is Central Nebraska's most listened to all sports radio station. I'm getting the tuna sandwich with lots of lettuce on it today. (laughs) You like the tuna sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'll never have to fight you for that. Nope, that'll be mine. I will never have to fight you. That's my favorite. That's my go-to sandwich. Your flavor is? Yes. All of them? Yes. A little spicier, the better. Because if I'm going to bite into something, I want it to kick back. So, you know, mild, eh, medium, eh, hot, yes. Yeah. As much as I hate to get away from the award-winning last five minutes yeah, that we've we yeah. on this yeah. show, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 and 1550 AM, and now 92.1 and 92.7 FM. You know, when you have this many papers, Jimmy, I don't know what happens to them. I don't know where they go. They just mysteriously disappear. But all these piles here went down and not far enough. I'm going to do some cleaning on my side because I've got dates here that say uh, Texas San Antonio football. Now, coming to you live from the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth. Need a vehicle? Think Midway.com. Yeah, I try to do the toaster. Sometimes I just don't have time to put in the toaster. It's been a lively little show so far. Um, Certainly been worth everything I paid to listen to it. It's time for the Doug and Daddy Show. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Doug and Daddy Show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda and Jim Langan on this first program of 2024. And glad to have you along with us as we've got our college football national championship now. We've got uh, some bowl games that wrapped up over the weekend. We'll take a look at the Doug and Daddy Bowl Challenge for you as well. So uh, looking forward to uh, that. Also going to have a chance to take a look at uh, what happened on the high school scene, collegiately, top 25s. A lot going on out there, Jimmy. Good morning. Yeah, it was really an exciting week, wasn't it? It really was. Uh, You talk about those great games in college football. We've got all kinds of controversy to talk about over over the weekend and all kinds what of games. There, okay, was there more than Dallas and Detroit? I thought maybe there was a couple fumbles. Last night they had a fumble. Um, they blew the whistle, and that wasn't eminent who recovered it. You know, I think it has to be eminent that the guy recovered it when they blow the whistle and stop. It just so happened that two guys that weren't even supposed to continue to go, then they decided to give the ball to Washington. I thought that was an interesting call with about 20 at the 22-yard line. The other thing, Doug, look at the mistakes made in the kicking game. We even talked about high school players making. Michigan is going to fair catch a punt inside the five-yard line with less than 20 seconds to go in a tie game. (laughs) You know, and he drops it, and luckily he gets it back. I took him out of the national championship. And then look what Washington does with the clock management with 45 seconds to go. Um, decides to run the ball like like Miami of Florida did against Georgia Tech instead of taking two knees. And clearly then you don't have anybody hurt and you're punting the ball as long as you don't get fair catch interference. <laughs> you know, so they made a lot of mistakes to give um, 
they did the onside kick and recovered it. You think the best possible scenario, the best possible scenario for Texas is to get the ball at about the 15-yard line with about five seconds to go. But what it is, they get the ball on the 30 with about 40 seconds to go, which clearly would have, that's what we've been talking about on this show all day long. It's the only thing they'd be talking about. But since they didn't lose. And, and then and then yeah. it was Texas, and they put, put another one second, second on back the on the clock. Shocking! <laughs> I thought of you when they did that. Yeah, the Tex, uh, the Dallas Cowboy thing. That's, uh, it's just, I'm going to just say this about the Dallas Cowboy. You cannot give incorrect information. And if they don't, they, they, they have to take the play away unless he announces the players. It's in the rule book that you have to announce, here's the guys that reported eligible. Because, Doug, in college and high school, that's an illegal play because of the number. Only in the NFL can you have a number between the numbers of 50 and 79 and catch a pass, a forward pass. You can catch a backward pass in college and high school. But the numbers of 50 and 79 are only eligible in the NFL. So that's why they make them report. And uh, if he reported, that's great. And, and unfortunately, the referee messed up by not announcing it to the Dallas Cowboys. Because, Doug, I'm going to give you the same example in baseball. Let's say a guy about hits a home run. And he's running the bases, but we call it foul by a foot. And he comes back and he goes, hey, what's the count? And I go, it's one and one. And the next pitch is a strike. And they go, oh, I'm sorry, it was 0-2. And you ring him up. Yep, and he's out now. If somebody comes out and goes, hey, that was the last pitch. I, I, hey, I can't give him information. So I think the, the referee, as much as he messed it up, can't give him a touchdown on that because if he doesn't announce it, it doesn't give the defense the, the opportunity to go hold it. We got to guard these two guys if they go out for a passes. If they don't hear the number, you don't have to guard number what sixty three or whatever his number happened to be seventy sixty eight or whatever yeah. it happened to be. What's no. your feeling on that? I Cow- know you're a Cowboys, Cowboys fan. finally caught a break. Yeah, uh, after all those calls, I'm not even calling them fifty fifty yeah. calls that have gone against Dallas, especially in the playoffs, especially against the Packers over the years. But again, what has made the football purists and enthusiasts and former NFL players and coaches and they they pointed this out as well Adam Schefter pointed it out he said you know what this completely changes the way that the football could possibly be played this weekend because of seeding now Detroit doesn't have anything to play for sure Minnesota does who who the teams are that want Minnesota to get beat this is what I hate about week 18 is not the best playing the best and you, I, I, it's okay. I've, I've, you've earned to do what you want to do in the last week or two of the regular season. It's the same argument probably that you make about the kids that do or do not play in bowl games. But that is a pretty big deal. Detroit still had a chance to be the number one overall seed. Right. Humongous. Or as the number two seed, not going on the road the first you know, in the two-three matchup sure. if that's what it came down to. Well, so you, you saw the Rams activated, didn't you? The L.A. Rams. Mahar, he's going to be yeah. kicking field goals now for him, and they're in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's kind of an interesting. Can be in the playoffs. Is that right? I thought Can they were be. in. I thought they were in. Did Can I mess that up? In. Okay, I could have messed that up. Well, everything's kind of weird and up in the air. Let yeah. me double check I'll, on I'll, that, Jimmy. I, I might have messed that up. Um, Doug, the other one I thought was an interesting deal. I thought this is really. I thought you might enjoy my humor here. All right. Texas is playing for national championship. Okay, yeah, they are in. They, they are have, in. They have clinched a wild card. Okay, so good. just okay. double checking that. Yep. No, I think in. they're going to be the sixth seed. Or maybe. Okay. okay. But anyway, make a long story short. Okay, Texas, what do you think of this? They have a. They go, hey, the uh, this this quarterback could have a concussion. He may not be coming in. They're they're warming up this other guy, and the, the, they go, well, 
He's okay. He ran down to the 20-yard line and back. Okay, now I didn't know that was the concussion protocol to get back into the game was, hey, run to the 20 and run back. Hey, you're fine. Go in. <laughs> I Drive mean, home. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Did you, did you catch that or not? Well, it's, there, did you hear it? Even, everybody yeah. does it a little bit differently. Yeah. And yeah. 888-455-ESPN, 888-455-3776. That is the Billy Jacks fan line welcoming you into 2024. And, again, if you would like to tweet us, you can do that at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities. You can email the Dent Popper inbox, Doug and Daddy, at ESPNSuperstation.com. We're also up on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, plenty to kind of recap over the weekend and give our opinions to. Staying with college football, I'm glad we've got what we've got. And Michigan and Washington proved that they were as good or better than their competition. Uh, Scott Van Pelt said it in the recap last night. You know, Texas got up 34 to 20 or run at 37 to, you know, 34 to 21, I think it was. And then obviously it ends up 37, 31. He goes, and it felt like they should be up more. And it was the same case for me watching that Michigan Alabama game. Michigan, the mistakes that they made throughout the game. Alabama, I mean, Jalen Milrow threw for 116 yards. How were they even in the game? Alabama, how are they even in the game? Michigan gave them the ball a couple times yeah, or made made mistakes like you referenced out there. So it's hard to even go back and get, should they been in and should they not been in? And Kirby Smart probably had a really good comment after the Georgia annihilation of Florida State over the weekend. But Washington definitely proved and Michigan definitely proved. I mean, they were good games. They won. And now they play Monday night in the national championship. Washington's offensive line did a great job of protecting their quarterback. And he did a great job of getting himself out open. So Texas put no pressure on him. The key to the game will be if Michigan could put pressure, because they sure in the hell put a lot of pressure on the Alabama quarterback. Yeah, and if thought Michi- they would. Yeah, and if Michigan puts pressure on the Washington quarterback, that will be the key to the game. That's the number one thing Michigan has to do. And it's the number one thing Washington has got to prevent. Well, Washington yeah. won the award for the best offensive line in the country. Yeah, and they, I can see so, why. So, so, that, so, I mean, I'm not saying I don't saying who's going to win or lose, but that's going to be the, how you what you're going to be watching because if that quarterback has time to throw, he's good. Well, I, again, it makes me smile a little bit because everybody likes to be right, right, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. We do all this analysis and predictions and break it down and give our thoughts. Hey. Michigan and Washington, and now all of a sudden everybody thinks Michael Penix probably could have won the Heisman Trophy. Well, no kidding. But nobody wanted to talk about that because it was Bo Nix and Oregon, and Oregon was better than Washington. Well, I know there was at least one of about 300 or 200 and whatever it was, I think it was 317 that voted Michael Penix number one for the Heisman. Sure, a lot of them. And he, he really played well. Um, Doug, um, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I, there are some decisions that administrators make, and one of them was the Iowa. During the season, they've said, hey, we're going to get rid of the offensive coordinator. And people are going, God, that's kind of controversial. The head coach, his son, but, boy, the way they ended the season made it look like it was really the logical thing to do. They only scored one touchdown against Nebraska and zero touchdowns 
in their last two games. They scored one touchdown in the last 12 quarters. Zero points in the last two games. In that, so you had zero points and just one touchdown in the last 12 quarters. And and I just, you know, so I mean, every once in a while people are talking about this is a horrible decision or et cetera. But now when you get all said and done, probably time to make that change. Would you agree with that or not? To need to go with a different offensive coordinator. It's easy. Now it is. It's easy. It's easy and it's obvious. And it made me kind of think while this game was going on yesterday, because we talked about it a couple, we've talked about it a lot on this show. Wow, we were nine and three, but we got, and I'm talking Nebraska. Nebraska was nine and three, and we got blown out all those three games. That can't happen. We got to make a coaching change. Mm-hmm. And then I sat here on this show when we were four and eight and three and nine and said, well, all the games were close. Is that it what you wanted? Be, you, want you got it? what you wanted. Mm-hmm. No, nope, you're still pissed. All right. Would you rather be Nebraska at five and seven, not going to a bowl game? Or Iowa, who won 10 football games this year. Exactly. But did it the way they did it. And you, and know, you know what the answer to that is. Neither. Neither. You can win without having that kind of stuff out there. I don't want to win like Iowa does. No, that's boring and it's not football. It's one phase of football. Winning 56-49 to 49 is also not football. It's one right. phase of football. Everybody wanted it perfect. And you can't have it perfect. Yeah, Nebraska played Texas Tech in 2004. And it was 21 to 3 at the halftime. And Nebraska came out and threw in a pick six. And then it goes to 28 to 3, 28 to 10. And guess what that game ended up? 70 to 10. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I mean, those things can happen. They can't. It wasn't like we were not competitive. It was like, you know, you're in the game a little bit. You're trying to fight like hell. And then boom, it just snowballs on you. And Texas Tech, you think they're going to stop? Liberty. You know, they're going to keep a run and ride. Hey, Liberty but, was up 6 nothing yesterday. Yeah, yeah, there you go, right. Uh, one other thing, and I agree, I guess I wasn't thinking too much about it, and I wanted to go back and look because I think, and maybe producer Danny can check this out, I think our football games yesterday started an hour later. I thought we went at 3 and 6.45 for a while here in the semifinals. I got a text last night at 10 o'clock. It's only halftime. I go, what do you think the guys on the East Coast are feeling? Good point. And again, this all, I think, kind of changes next year. We'll, we'll wait and see. But they're right. They're right. If you have to have an hour of pomp and circumstance, then do it at two. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter when it's on. 90% of the country ain't paying attention to it anyway. It's just a time to get on your local commercial. We all know this. I'm not telling anybody that's something they don't know in the broadcast industry. That's what this is all for. All those college football games had to be done so that there was no chance of a bleed over into the first game yesterday. I mean, we sat there for an hour with no college football yesterday on New Year's Day, right? which should never happen. You know, what's kind of interesting is teams like Mississippi and Georgia um, deserved – another shot at, like, they're going to get it next year. You know, they're going to get to play in this national championship play. Maybe Oregon, somebody like an Oregon, too, that deserves to be in that thing. What do you think Liberty did, Doug, to that chances for that team like that? Do you think they just – Nothing, because for everyone that you had yesterday, you can go find TCU beating Michigan. You can find Hawaii coming in. You can find Utah before they were in the Pac-12 doing something crazy. Boise State. In Central Florida. So you're going to still get them in there as like a 10, 11, or 12 seed, right? That's what you're saying. They're going to seed them. They're going to get one of those teams. They're automatically in. Yeah, they're going to get one. The non-Power 5 winner is in the 12-team play. Yeah. So exactly, they're going to get to end. But then, like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, they won't be a top seed. They'll they'll always seed them 10, 11, and 12. We'll never see them as a 6, 7 seed. Do you agree with that or not? 
I mean, d- d- well, only if they earn it. Well, I don't think they can earn it. I mean, I, what I'm saying yeah, is. I think they can earn it. But again, it's the same thing I've said for 15 okay. years. They have to do it over three years. Boise State didn't get to play a big boy bowl sure. game until they won like 38 out of 39 football games and got to have Oregon on their schedule or somebody that was a power five team that would play them. And then they had to beat them. And had to do it a couple of years yeah, in a like row. Tulane, if they'd have done it again this year, then maybe they could earn it up it's there. It's like right. Gonzaga basketball. Yeah, got it. I understand. I agree. Totally right. Hey, I'm glad. And you, I think yeah, it changed I, my mind. I, there for a while, I was thinking they'd never get a higher than a 10, 11, 12 seed. I, if I, I looked at this right too, by the way, last year's second bowl game kicked off at six forty-five Central Time, so they bumped them back an hour this year. Sure. Dumb. Shouldn't be doing that. Need. <laughs> Come on. They played them on. They played them on January first. I wonder when they played those other ones. What the date was? I wonder if it was January first. For some reason, I th- I thought it was a different date, but I could be wrong. Well, yeah. Last year, I think January first was Sunday. So NFL. Yeah. So that's one reason they yeah. didn't see. The, the, yeah. Played on Saturday. We played yeah. on New Year's Eve. Could have been. Okay. Played on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So there you go. Again, eight 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 four five five ESPN. You turn the calendar. So when you turn the calendar, you change the calendar in January. It was one year ago today that Ryan Held had his introductory press conference up at UNK. We knew that he was the coach, but uh, it was one year ago that they uh, did all of that. Coming up a little bit later on, we're going to talk with Kelly Cooksley, Broken Bow basketball coach. The Nebraska Girls Showcase is coming up this Saturday here in Kearney. We'll talk about the games. It's going to be the way the first month has gone. Some pretty competitive games on paper, so we're looking forward to talking about that. Creighton, what do you do here? They play Georgetown tonight. They've lost three of their last four. They've fallen out of the top 25, and the dream season has hit a real bump in the road. And again, they had a double-digit lead at Marquette, who's the seventh-ranked team in the country this week. So that's not a gimme. But the other three were teams that you were supposed to beat. So now you're I, the funny thing is, Jimmy, they're nine and four and out of the rankings, and Marquette is eleven and three and ranked seventh in the country. Yeah, I mean, and that's a game and a half difference. I think Colorado State's probably ranked in the top fifteen. Are they like ten? They're number thirteen. Okay, this week Colorado at 12 State twelve and one. Yeah, see, and that was one of their losses was to Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebraska's not receiving votes yet. Um, I thought maybe, maybe they'd get a one. You know what I mean? And get is anybody else in the Big Ten just like one of those teams getting like three or four votes? Like, not rated, but... Well, you got Illinois 9, Wisconsin is uh, 21 this week. Nebraska plays Wisconsin this week, so that would help. Northwestern is at the very bottom of getting votes. They're getting, like, three. Ohio State's getting eight. Okay. Michigan State, who Nebraska beat, is getting 15. And they so. suspended a kid from Illinois, so uh, that that would uh, give Nebraska an opportunity, I think, to uh, without the, an athlete on the on the court. I think Nebraska's got a shot, and they have a big game tomorrow, Doug, too, I believe. Huskers host Indiana tomorrow, and the women will take on Wisconsin on the road Thursday. Then they flip those this weekend. The men play Wisconsin, and the women play Indiana. Georgetown's game tonight, or Creighton's game tonight, with Georgetown six o'clock on the CBS Sports Network. And uh, we'll get to probably the biggest story over the last 24 to 36 to 48 hours here in Nebraska in a moment, though, with Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill open during the uh, New Year's festivities. Thanks you for your business and can't wait to serve you again here in 2024. And they have got special specials for you. Wall supplies last and then every Tuesday. It's any salad on the menu that... Uh, might tickle your fancy. We'd love to have you come in and try that. Maybe that's your New Year's resolution. You're going to eat healthy. You're going to lose weight. Well, today's the day to enjoy that great sandwich or a chopped beef steak with mashed potatoes, homemade gravy, and Texas toast. The mushrooms are optional on that if you want them at the Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill. The best of both worlds, downtown Carney.
Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years. From personal banking to mortgage, business, and more, Five Points continuously finds ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. Offering the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Five Points Bank innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Better choices, better service. Five Points Bank of Grand Island, Kearney, and Hastings. You're watching sports on one of the many TVs and all of a sudden you get hungry. That's okay. If you're a Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Kearney, where the game and the grill are always on. Today's weather is brought to you by Farm Bureau agents Matt Myers and Rich Peters. When it comes to protecting your family, home, cars, and farmer ranch, you can count on your local agents to help you get the coverage you need. Contact Matt Myers and Rich Peters in Kearney today. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's been years since you graduated, but your college team is yours for life. You can also have a Farm Bureau agent for life and auto and home and business insurance. Imagine that, one agent for everything. It's that simple. So get a Farm Bureau agent for life. In Kearney, call Rich Peters and Matt Myers at Farm Bureau Financial Services, 308-234-4922. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Here's your tri set. And the Doug and Daddy Show continues on with our first Doug and Daddy poll question of 2024. I think it's probably right here. Who you got Monday, Jimmy? Michigan's favored by four. Who's going to win the championship Monday, Michigan or Washington? You can vote anytime on Twitter at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities, at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities. Got a pick, Jimmy? Well, I would think Michigan just because I think their, their defense looked better than Washington's defense. Michigan fumbled a punt. Um, they did some things, and I just think that Michigan maybe, just maybe defensively is a little bit better. But, Doug, this game's not going to be 62-7 uh, to 7 like it was last year. This is going <laughs> to be a pretty good football game. Uh, I would be scared to death to take it. I think I gave out one game. I think it was Wyoming on the money line, and they went 16-15. to 15. Just so, like you needed. Yeah, so guess what, Doug? Uh, I'm, I'm a little conscious. Gosh, we're just going to end our season already. I probably won't be giving out anything else unless it's in the NFL. We'll see how it all plays out. How about you? Out. Who do you like? Do you like Washington? I like Michigan. Uh-huh. I took Michigan at the beginning. I'm going to uh-huh. stick with Michigan. Right. Uh, and, again, so either Michigan wins it for the Big Ten or Washington coming into the Big Ten and Michael Penix Jr., who I thought was the Heisman winner. Washington hosts Michigan October 5th, I think, next year. I looked it up. Yeah, they, they but, showed – Is that I right? Saw, I saw Sean okay. tweeted this because they play Texas – it, that's one of their non-cons. So, yeah. however that went, yeah. they're going to play them. They have – God, what was it? Was I it think, Washington's I, I, schedule or Michigan's? I, th- I think they're it was – They're both hard. I think it was Michigan's schedule. Let me see. Yeah. Michigan will start with three home games. It's Fresno State, Texas, Arkansas State. But they also play USC at Washington, host Oregon at Ohio State, yeah. <laughs> plus Texas. Yeah, I know. And, and people want to know if Jim Harbaugh is coming back. 
he didn't answer that. He said, we're just going to celebrate this today. Exactly. That's what they should do. That's exactly what they should do. So who do you think will win the national championship Monday night, Michigan or Washington? Vote anytime on Twitter at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities. Well, the big story here the last a few hours is that Nebraska volleyball has picked up another transfer, and this is as on paper big as Merritt Beeson, as six foot five outside hitter Taylor Landfair from Minnesota, who was the Big Ten Volleyball Player of the Year in 2022, first team All American, three time All Big Ten first team member, is coming to Nebraska, and this is just an easy play her production was down this year they had a coaching change at the beginning of the year she had a long post on her social media account and on twitter uh, but is going to be coming to nebraska there's really you got another great player jimmy when you've already got all these great players i think that's an interesting choice for her to come in so if i've counted it right nebraska's had three players leave and with her and two freshmen coming in three players coming into the program yep i yeah, I think that's probably – that's one thing good about the portal is the fact that you've got some really good athletes at Nebraska that maybe aren't getting to play volleyball, but they can go someplace else and play. I mean, you get to make your decision. So I think there are some good things about the portal when you're at that elite area, when you're not going to see the floor and you're still allowed to play volleyball someplace. Go somewhere where we can play some volleyball. Well, that's what we were talking about football, getting a guy from Alabama, getting a guy from down there in Miami, getting guys from teams like this. And on a reverse side, then it's volleyball that is losing great players that other teams are trying to pick up and build their program. Landfair will have two seasons of eligibility remaining because in the COVID year, she played in the spring, but then suffered an abdominal injury in the fall and got a medical redshirt. So she has the medical redshirt and the COVID year still coming in. She will be one of four outside hitters now with experience. Lindsey Krause, Allie Baton, Horace Harper-Murray, and then Landfair. We've also got Skylar Pierce, who's going to be joining the Huskers as a freshman. So that's what we know about Minnesota. Uh, they lost Creighton in the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament this year. And then you had another uh, football departure, but uh, Randolph Pye, who entered the transfer portal out of Sioux Falls, never did play a game in his three years with the Big Red. So that's what you've got there. Tri-City Storm, uh, 2-1 shootout loss uh, to Lincoln on New Year's Eve. I'm sure that didn't set well with the team, so we'll see how they do against Team USA, who rolls in this weekend and uh, games at home on Friday and Saturday. High school basketball. Yes, nobody has school, but we're playing games tonight. Jimmy, your thoughts on that? Former coach, former administrator, former athletic director, no school. It's Holiday tournaments are one thing, but no school. Some are going back tomorrow, most on Thursday. But you're playing a game tonight, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, I have no problem with it as an administrator. Um, it, 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 the, the way the calendars worked, when you start on November 30th, um, you're going to have to play sometime. So, I mean, did you want them to take today off maybe and maybe not start up again until January 4th? You know, I mean, they give them that five-day moratorium. So if they want to play and they – maybe, you know, maybe you could get some – afternoon games in today that's the trouble they're playing some of these at night maybe they could have played them at four four o'clock or five thirty and whatever but i have no problem with it we will have silver lake at pleasanton it's on the vibe 98.9 and uh, those games will tip off at six o'clock carney high is on the road at north platte tonight some other area matchups amherst is at wood river 
It is Shelton at Gibbon. Uh, Wilcox Hildreth travels over to Bertrand. Sutton is at Centura. Lawrence Nelson goes to McCool Junction uh, tonight. And St. Paul has SCOTUS coming in. That's among some of the games here in the area. Up next for uh, Broken Bow, they have McCook, and they're going to be playing at home tonight. A lot of games, I think half the season will be over for the Broken Bow girls by the time tonight's game is in the book. So he's coaching the girls. He's getting ready for the Nebraska Showcase on Saturday. Kelly Cooksley joins us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Happy New Year, Coach. Hey, Happy New Year to you guys, too. Fresh off the Adams Central Holiday Tournament Championship, well, what would you think about the way the girls played here the last two games? Uh, I was pretty pretty happy. I mean, we scored uh, 74 against uh, Alliance, and then uh, another 60 against uh, Adam Central. And I mean, you followed Adam Central girls basketball for a while. They, uh, if you're scoring 60 points against them and their defense, uh, you're doing something right. So, uh, always good to uh, you know start the year with uh, or end the year with a holiday tournament championship and. We're starting 2024 20, here with uh, another Class B school in McCook. So, pretty good, though. And your team is scoring points. You're averaging about 60 a game. Oh, what is it? Is it three points? Is it pressure? Is it turnovers and layups? How are you getting it done? Uh, we're Everything you kind of just talked about is uh, what we, we've uh, kind of been really good at this year. Uh, we've already broke our school record twice this year for three-pointers in a game with uh, 12 and 13. So, uh we're really shooting the ball well, and it's not just one kid. I mean, we have we have probably around five or five or six kids that have hit double-digit threes this year. So uh, we've really shot the ball well. Uh, hopefully that continues. Um, but uh, where I've been most impressed with our team this year is our our growth uh, defensively, where we're turning some people over and uh, finishing at the rim on the other end. So. Yeah, coach. I'm. I think you have it. Your program's been really good forever. But defensively, your guard player, whatever you do, you seem to use your your, your players at a really good a, a good opportunity. Minden, Gothenburg, Broken Bow, all seem to be pretty good in your conference this year. Your thoughts on how good your conference is? Yeah, it's really good this year. Uh, I mean, Minden. Uh, we had a. That's a probably our only quarter this year that we'd like to have back was that fourth quarter. We had a nine or ten point lead in that fourth quarter, and just kind of couldn't guard them from the line, couldn't rebound. So uh, they're a state rated team. I mean, they just went down to Beatrice and and beat a uh, very good Beatrice team, uh, who we'll see in the showcase. And then uh, Gothenburg uh, had a lot returning, and then you throw in the addition of the Beverage Sisters. Uh, they're they're very very good, especially offensively. They can shoot it from anywhere, and it's uh, it's just been progressively getting better since I've been in the Southwest Conference and this is by far the uh, the deepest the conference has been. I mean there's going to be a seven seed uh, six seed that it could potentially have a winning record so uh, it's a deep conference and it's only going to make us better for when uh, postseason comes around. Coach when you put a showcase together you're just hoping that the games are going to be really competitive and you pick some really good teams with some really nice players but Sydney and Lincoln, uh, I believe it's Lincoln Christian, are undefeated. Yeah. And that, that's really hard to get two teams and have them both be undefeated at that time. It's almost unique when you play in this late in January. Go ahead and talk about that game, if you would, in particular. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think everybody kind of was introduced to Lincoln Christian last year at the state tournament. Uh, and with what they all have coming back. Uh, I knew it was going to be a team that I really, really wanted to get into there. 
And then uh, just knowing Coach Shaw and playing them in the summer for Sydney, I knew, I mean, they go 10 deep. They go platoon style like uh, the old Loomis Wolves boys teams, and they have no drop-off, and they just try to wear you out. And uh, I, I just thought that these two teams uh, could start the year and see one, one and two. Uh, I don't know if they're one and two, but I believe they're the only two undefeated teams in C1 right now. So uh, it's going to be a great matchup. Uh, maybe you're going to see a lot of points scored, I think. I think both teams are going to kind of want to get up and down, shoot the ball. And uh, the Ailes girl from Lincoln Christian is, is one of the best, not only in C1, but in, in all classes. Uh, nice post in there for uh, the Crusaders. Talk with Broken Bow coach Kelly Cooksley, also the organizer of the Nebraska Girls Basketball Showcase at Kearney High. Eight games coming up this Saturday, and uh, the first one uh, should be a dandy to get the day started. You've got another undefeated team in SEM taking on Elmwood Murdoch, who is and 8-1. And the thing about SEM is they're playing Thursday, Friday, and then the first game on Saturday morning. Uh, now, again, those Thursday and Friday games, if they do their job, they're going to be able to rest some kids. But at the D level, there's not that many to begin with to rest. But uh, that first one ought to be a dandy, too. Yeah, I in uh, talking with Coach Rohde, uh I knew I had to kind of get them there. Uh, they've had a really good program here the last couple of years, made the state tournament a year ago. Uh, and Mike O'Neill, uh, you saw what she can do on the volleyball court. She's equally as good on the basketball court. And uh, that was just a team that I, I knew being local, I had to try to get them there. Um, they had a uh, uh, or they have a tremendous test with uh, Elmwood Murdoch. Elmwood Murdoch is very close to being uh, undefeated as well. They lost a close game as well. So that could be arguably could be two undefeated teams playing right away. Um, I, I, it should be a good a good game. Uh, we're all playing with the shot clock this year. So uh, with that being said, you know, in Class D, I don't know if a lot of teams have played with it yet, so that could be interesting uh, to see that as well play out in those uh, Class D games. Kelly, why do that? Well, uh, I think it's coming, especially for C1 and C2, and I, I don't know if, uh, you know, Class D schools uh, necessarily kind of know what they're getting into uh, with it, and, and then they can play with it and maybe – either be an advocate or be against it. It doesn't matter to me, but uh, I just want to give them an opportunity to, to play with it and, and see, you know, if they like it or not. And if they don't, by all means, uh, they can spread the word and say whatever they like about the shot clock. But uh, I think it just adds another little dynamic to it. Um, I'm pro shot clock. I know there's some people out there that are not uh, pro shot clock, but uh, I just want to give them the opportunity to play with it. You know, uh, Kelly, not a bad idea, and I understand it, too. Carney High's got the facilities to run it. They've got the shot clock. And like you said, in the Class D1 and D schools in particular, they wouldn't even have a gym with a shot clock or somebody maybe didn't know how to run it yet, you know, and the rules of it. So I think it's a really good idea. It doesn't. It's, gonna, it's not going to get involved that much in the game. It might happen one or two times where the shot clock, you'll have a violation, or maybe it forces somebody to take a bad shot at the end of the quarter, you know, that they really wouldn't want to do. They'd rather hold it the whole 30, 35 to 55 seconds. But other than that, it really doesn't come into play that much, I don't think. Do you, how about yeah. you? Yeah, we've played with it a, a few times, and uh, Adam Central, we played with it the whole holiday tournament, and I really don't 
I, I can only think of one shot clock violation in the four games the first day, and then uh, I don't remember it happening in the championship games uh, of the second day. So I don't think it really comes into play. However, I will say, you know, when we were playing them, uh, we were up uh, two possessions. We were up six with about uh, two minutes to go, and it, it makes you play. And Adam Central uh, let us wind it down and just played good defense and held us to one shot. And, uh, I mean, there's – I, that's how. That's why I like the game. There is because it makes you play, and it, and it, you know, it doesn't. You don't play keep away in free throw contest at the end of a game. So um, I like it, and and these teams that are coming in are really good. So I don't know if it's necessarily going to affect them uh, as the day goes on or as their uh, seasons go on or whatever. You know, I don't know if. Uh, you know, SEM's going to look at it and say, oh, yeah, we got to have this. I mean, they're a pretty good basketball team. I don't think it's going to affect them, but it might affect, you know, other schools that might be struggling a little bit uh, at that level. Kelly, uh, we've talked about half the games. We talked about a lot of these when you set the schedule and we had you on, but, I mean, UTAN Pender. Uh, Pender's 12-0. and UTAN has one loss, and that loss was opening night to Elmwood Murdoch. Uh, just kind of talk about the games that we haven't talked about yet because – I think Seward, who's above 500, who you play, is probably the team that has the worst record coming in. Almost everybody else, no more than two losses. Yeah, and if you look at Seward's record, uh, or York, I mean, excuse the, me, after the, the holiday yeah. tournament, York, yeah, yeah, the four the four losses Seward has. I mean, those those are no gimmies by any means. Uh, I mean, a lot of teams that play that schedule could very well be five and four, uh, and they're going to be a huge matchup problem for us. I mean, we are not very big. Uh, by C1 standards, and they are massive uh, compared to us. So it's going to be a tough challenge for us. Uh, you alluded to the Pender U10 game. Um, the Pender Pendragons, uh, state champs a year ago, already off to a really good start. Um, and U10, uh, I believe they were a state tournament team a year ago. Uh, they got the Dakota sisters that are phenomenal players. Uh, that's one that I think could be really, really intriguing. And uh, the Dolliver girl from uh, uh, Pender, uh, she's as good as advertised. I mean, she's she's as good as any guard in any class. I mean, that girl can defend and shoot it, and she's really good. So you'll be in a treat to watch her play. Um, we got uh, the end of the night. I, I'm very intrigued by that game. You got the home team, Carney High Bearcats, taking on Beatrice. Um, Beatrice is off to a great start. And, uh, you know, that's always, uh, you know, playing up is always a little bit difficult. And uh, I'm excited to kind of see what kind of crowd Carney brings. And uh, Beatrice always has a great following. And they got a really solid freshman this year. Uh, you want to keep your eye out for her because she can fill it up in a hurry. And uh, her name escapes me right now. I knew I was going to say that and <laughs> forget her name. But, uh uh, she's a phenomenal player. She might even be their leading scorer off a team that really returned everybody from a state uh, tournament team from a year ago. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see that game. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the the second game of the day, uh, uh, the Ann, Ann Bowes from Southern Valley. Man, it, she, I think she's a Hastings commit or is, it, is thinking about going there. Uh, that girl is, is very good. And if folks want to get out there and see a girl that can – just kind of fill the stat sheet with, you know, 20, 10, 6 assists. I mean, that's the kind of girl that uh, 
and and is for Southern Valley, and they're very good too. Uh, I believe 11 of the 16 teams are state rated or receiving votes in various polls. So uh, we got a great group of uh, of teams coming in. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and for uh, Beatrice, all eight of their wins are by double digits. Only their loss to Minden. So we'll see how that plays out with the Bearcats. Uh, folks are interested, just like when we talked to Tino for his holiday tournaments, what's the ticket price, where do you get them, uh, how, what do they need to know if they're coming in to watch the games on Saturday? Yeah, it's, it's just pay at the gate, uh, $10 all day, uh, get you eight uh, girls' basketball games. Um, and actually, uh, there's a couple of JV girls' games. Uh, we're playing in a JV game. We just want to get the most uh, bang for our buck as far as our program goes. We want to play as much as we can. And then uh, there will be a pay-per-view uh, stream that will be set up through the Carney High Strive. And, uh, yeah, just show up, pay at the door, and you're, once you pay, you're in all day. And it's a, it's a great opportunity to go support some uh, young women. I do want to say uh, one more thing. Uh, during the uh, Southern Valley Centennial Halftime, uh, we will be having our – we have a Showcase Legacy Award that we – give to a player and a, a coach, a former player and coach. And uh, the winners this year uh, are Jordan Hooper of Alliance and Randy Carpenter of Lexington. So uh, some Class B names there. But Jordan uh, was kind enough to stop by on her way to getting her number retired for the university. And uh, we'll honor her during the Southern Valley Centennial game. So a chance for uh, not only girls basketball fans, but uh, Husker fans to maybe get out there and uh, show their uh, appreciation for that. And then uh, Coach Carpenter from Lexington, uh, he'll be honored during the halftime of the Omaha Marion York game. So I just wanted to throw that out there too as well. Uh, we got a couple of great uh, legends there that we want to honor and uh, go from there. So, Kelly, I'm glad you brought up Southern Valley because we do have some listeners in that area, and they they had a really nice win over Minden, and their only losses to Gothenburg. But, Kelly, you do a great job of promoting basketball. Tino Martinez does a great job of promoting the boys' program. You're doing a great job actually with the girls program they're promoting it and doing the things that you do i'm really proud of you for what you've accomplished and doing this for the area this is really important that this gets done yeah and i i think the biggest way people can can support uh hoops is is just get out and go to a game i mean i think as much as streaming makes my life a little easier <laughs> i can watch games from anywhere uh I think you both would say there's nothing like a packed gym. Uh, whether you're uh, a fan, a player, an official, uh, everybody wants to play in front of people. And I think the biggest way people can get out there is just go to the games. And, and whether it's one game, two games, whether you have a team in it or not, uh, get out there and, and support uh, these student athletes. Um, I know for our kids, uh, we have a great following, and they talk about it all the time. Is just uh, having packed stands makes a difference, and uh, I, I really hope people get out there and support it this year. Yeah, that's pretty cool what uh, Jordan has going on. Just a name that everybody knew but haven't heard the name for a little bit, uh, the great career that she had at Alliance and, and for the Huskers. So, uh, hey, uh, Kelly, keep up the good work, and uh, any, any, any tidbits for the 2025 showcase that you want to share? Nope. Uh, just uh, come on. Uh, maybe what? 
I will say that uh, there is there is uh, something in the works uh, with an out-of-state team. I know we talked about it the first time I talked to you about possibly uh, or why we didn't get one this year. Uh, Got to have a lot of pieces fall into place. And I'll say that if I can get this done, uh, Team USA will be – their U16 team will be very well represented. So <laughs> our people that tried out for that. So uh, – I'm looking forward to continuing to try to get that done, and uh, we'll go from there. So, All right, bud. Hey, good luck tonight, and uh, best of luck this weekend. Awesome. Thanks, Doug, and, and Jimmy. We'll see you soon. Take Congrats. care. Take care. Kelly Cooksley joining us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. And speaking of uh, legacies with Jordan Hooper, of course, Randy Carpenter uh, last month got the John Wooden Legacy Award. Now we have this Friday, Jimmy. Paul Baronic will be honored. We're doing the basketball game. You're going to be there. Uh, he gets the Legacy Award on uh, the men's side for his time at Ravenna uh, coaching their boys' basketball team, and they're playing Wood River on Friday night, so they're going to have a special ceremony, and a lot of folks uh, will be back for that as well. Yeah, that, that'll be a, a, a very good. I'm, I'm glad they, they picked that date. Um, January 5th, the Wood River-Ravenna game's always been kind of a rivalry, so it's a good game, Doug to have so um, um to, to, to honor paul and uh, speaking of legacies i have to throw this out as well another legend and uh, you may have seen this on my social media you may have seen this Stu hospice retweeted it out we lost walt smith over the weekend at the age of 87 he'd been having some health problems and uh, had been at a, a great facility in bellevue for the vets and uh his eagles are sliding down so i think he says it's time for me to get up top and, and try and help them out a little bit. So Walt Smith, uh, KNLV and Ord for years, my mentor. Uh, his services uh, will be Friday at 1030 in Ord, and then the visitation is Thursday night. So going to miss Walt. But we know uh, as we all move on, sometimes it's time to move on, and his health wasn't that great. And uh, so great to get the chance to chat with him a couple of times here in the last couple months. I don't remember the year, Doug, but the first time I ever met you was up on the stage at Burwell. <laughs> And Walt Smith and you were doing a game that I was officiating. And as I walked up, you know, then you change your clothes in that area a little bit. Yeah. He said, hey, come over. I want you to meet this young kid. And I said, all right. So I'm going to put my hand out. And, you know, I was you. I didn't know if I'd ever see you again. But you know what I mean? But here Jerry's it is. going, who's yeah. this nerd? No, I didn't say <laughs> I didn't do that. But it was, uh, and I, I believe it was in, it was had to be in the 1990s, yeah. maybe about yeah. 1990, yeah. 91, right in there. It and was, I think maybe, I hope it was, I hope, oh, my God. Yeah, probably. I think it was uh, the St. Paul O'Neill girls game, and and the the, the Warner girl was playing yeah. for St. Paul. So well, it was a Class B Back final in the that yeah. yeah, when they had the districts at Burwell. Isn't that something I remember that date? All the time. Is that right? About nineteen ninety one, wasn't it? Well, of course, you officiated some of our games, so that's how I remember. Yeah, you. exactly. Uh, the Doug and Daddy Show brought to you by our friends at TNL Irrigation Company. Other companies are discovering what TNL has known for decades that continuous movement is the best way to irrigate. While they would have you pay for complicated upgrades to get steady, even water application with their high voltage electric systems, all TNL pivots are linears and linears are propelled safely and smoothly by powerful hydrostatic drives. Continuous movement isn't new, it's the TNL standard. That's why they're like no other. So don't get in, talked into a reinvented wheel, pick the proven original. Talk to Derek Wagner at Wagner Irrigation in Holdridge, Tayos, Sutton Irrigation in Sutton, or find your TNL dealer at TLIRR.com. Back with more in a moment. I got serious about staying fit just a couple of years ago. Now 5Ks, yoga, and smart nutrition are all part of my weekly routine. Part of my eating right plan? 
Country Hearth Breads, natural breads with the whole grains and natural ingredients my body needs to perform at its best. Just a slice of toasted multigrain with peanut butter before a workout, and I'm ready to roll. Country Hearth is the easy choice because it's good for me and great tasting, too. Country Hearth Breads, baking our best for you. My reality is I need some help. I'll be honest, I don't get out and about like I used to, so I rely on Medicap Pharmacy. Whether I go to the store myself or just hear the doorbell ring, Medicap Pharmacy really delivers. Now that's a healthy dose of reality. Medicap Pharmacy will always make time for you. Medicap Pharmacy located at 27th and 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Imagine a job where your inner child could be released. Franklin County Roads is here to make your inner child's dreams come true. Make a good living maintaining the roads of Franklin County. Come on, what little kid didn't want to drive a real taco machine and play in the dirt all day? To find out how you can help get started living your inner childhood dreams, stop by the Roads Department at 1215 G Road, Franklin, Nebraska, or call 308-425-3710 from 9 to 4, Monday through Thursday. Don't have a CDL? That's okay. Franklin County will pay for your schooling. Franklin County Roads Department is an equal opportunity employer. The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clutter Lane. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Today's inflation is changing the way families prioritize their day-to-day activities. At Kearney Tire and Auto Service, we are here to help you ensure your vehicle is ready to go when you need it most. Performing required routine maintenance is critical to enhance fuel efficiency and keep your engine operating at peak performance. Not sure what your vehicle needs per the manufacturer recommendations or mileage requirements? We will help you make the best decision for your driving habits and budget. We also have financing available. Go to CarneyTire.com to learn more. Helping you get the most from your vehicle at Carney Tire and Auto Service. Second Daddy Show, ESPN Tri Cities, where it is the second day of January, and it just happens to be a Taco Tuesday at your Carney Taco John's Bigger, Better, Bolder. They invented Taco Tuesday, and they are the best at Taco Tuesday, and they are there seven days a week. Whether you want in for breakfast or a little snack in the afternoon or grabbing something on the way home, Taco John's is there for you on the north side of town on West 56th Street and on East Highway 30 at 419 East 25th Street. And right now, uh, special price on Tuesday of any hard shell or soft shell taco. Right now, the six-pack and a pound is giving you a deal at $2 off. Join the Bigger, Better, Bolder Rewards program and get a free food. Get a free fried chicken taco for seven days with any purchase just for joining. Then start racking up the points to earn more of your faves for free. 
You can expect some great rewards, or you can just enjoy some great tacos on Taco Tuesday at your Carney Taco Johns. Doug Duda, Jim Langan with you. As uh, we wait for the college football championship, we're also going to have the uh, D, however you want to call it, the FBF, the FCS, the 1AA, sure, yeah. as they used to call it, as uh, Montana will be taking on South Dakota State. Isaiah Stalbert of the Jackrabbits. Yeah, and that that'll be exciting too in itself. And hey, Doug, we're we're, we're starting. We're getting all started up with, uh, you know, the conference championships and all, all things. Uh, with uh, um, in a couple weeks, you're going to start having these conference tournaments, and then uh, it's going to be kind of fun watching Creighton win uh, men and women and the Nebraska men and women. They all are in the hunt right now. You can see what happens. I actually think Nebraska will get in, Doug. If they go nine and nine in the Big Ten, I think they'll build, they'll be playing in the NCAA tournament. A nine and nine record will get them in. You think that they will go at least nine and nine? I don't know if they can do that. I'm I'm afraid they're going to go about eight and ten. But uh, at least you know they got a shot. Got to win the home games. Just win the home games. <laughs> well, I, you know the funny thing is, what? I just pulled up Joe Lenardi. And he has a brand-new bracketology this morning. Brand-new. Okay. He's got Purdue, the top overall seed. He's got the first team out of the tournament, Butler. The last team in the tournament, your Nebraska Cornhuskers. Isn't that He's got something? them number 64 right now. Utah State, New Mexico, Texas, the last four in. And then the four buys ahead of that, Virginia, Florida, South Carolina, Northwestern. Sure. I'm, I'm going yeah. serpentine, so yeah. like Northwestern – is just one notch away from getting into the bye. But uh, that's what you've got right now. So Nebraska would be in a play-in game. He has us against Utah State as of this moment. And uh, then moving in in a 6-11 matchup to take on Texas A&M. Okay. But that's, you know, obviously he's going to change. But uh, even at 11-2, and two, and the record not that great, and Creighton being where they're at right now, if they were – a one-loss team, Nebraska wouldn't be the last team in that would move their cachet up a little bit as one of their two losses. Yeah, uh, actually, you know, the, the Nebraska, uh, they're they're not – that win over Kansas State is so huge. I mean, it really is. It's going to come into play, Doug, when they start looking at teams. Um, the win over Kansas State. And, and you got to get these wins at home. You, you, if you go 9-9, just you beat Indiana, you beat all these big-time Big Ten teams at home, the Michigan States, those type of people – you go nine and nine, you're in it. All right, I'm just going to call it out. You're nine and nine, you're in. It just got. This just comes down. We get what the, happened? What happened? Every now? time there's a basketball game, they give us the notes. Okay, yeah. The headline: Huskers host Big Ten leading Hoosiers Wednesday night. Indiana's two and zero. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> just stop it. Yeah, you think maybe Purdue's the team that we think Good maybe is the God. team to be in there? Hastings College women will be playing this afternoon against Bellevue University at Lynn Farrell Arena. Tip-off is set for two o'clock. We will have it for you on KHAS Radio with our pregame at 145. And then Hastings men and women will host Morningside, who's always solid. That's Saturday. The men did beat Bethany uh, on Saturday, 80-55. to They're 11-3. and The Loper men uh, lost to fifth-ranked Central Oklahoma on the road Friday. So UNK men and women home against Lincoln Thursday, Central Missouri on Saturday. And that catches you up as What's going on with the uh, basketball in our area? We'll take a break and kind of wrap things up on the Doug and Daddy Show right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. As our jingle says, it's the quality of life. This is Doug with Detterdings in Kearney and Grand Island. Enhance the quality of your life with a new hot tub, fireplace, or sauna from Detterdings in Kearney and Grand Island. Come and see us this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Kearney Home Show at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. Special pricing on hot tubs, fireplaces, saunas, and the Big Green Egg. See you at the Kearney Home Show this weekend. It's the quality of life. Escape Ordinary by heading to Cunningham's downtown or Cunningham's on the lake in Kearney. You'll enjoy the coldest draft beer in town, happy hour specials, and great food. An outstanding place to relax with friends after work, on the weekends, or any time to escape everything. Plus, you can dance and listen to their live bands every weekend at the downtown location. It's a great time every time when you escape Ordinary at Cunningham's Journal, on the bricks, and Cunningham's on the lake, Kearney. When the passing of a family member occurs, too often loved ones have too little information on planning the funeral. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl developed their website to provide both information and comfort, etiquette, and common sense. Visit hlmkfuneral.com. The more you know, the better they can provide additional comfort and guidance during life's most trying time. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl Funeral and Cremation, providing steady, comforting service as they have for nearly 100 years. Doug and Danny show here on ESPN Tri-Cities in the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth. They thank you so much, not just for your business in 2023, but for the years and years and years that they've been serving Kearney and Central Nebraska and the Midwest because it's fun to talk to Heath and the gang out there. Yep, we had somebody from Arizona saw something that they really liked on our lot. They came up and got it. Saw somebody from Kansas. Somebody drove over from Colorado yesterday and picked up a vehicle. That's what you can do these days. Go online, thinkmidway.com. If they don't have exactly what you want, and I mean exactly what you want, they're going to find it for you, especially if you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle. If you're looking for something new that's rolling off for 2024 or pretty soon they're going to start stamping them 2025, aren't they, Jimmy? The 2025 uh, litter will be coming in at your Midway Auto Dealerships. Go to thinkmidway.com and see what they've got for you because there's so many great deals. Ask about their preferred pre-order program and check out what can be in your garage or driveway at your Midway Auto Dealerships. I'm getting an oil change there really quick here too, Doug. So yeah, don't forget about that. They've got all kinds of things you can get done there. You can get you can book that online too. That's right. Midway.com. They'll do that for you as well. When do you get into college basketball season? I mean, are you already kind of fired up and watching college basketball, or you wait until this college football now? Now that we've got one game basically left yeah, to go, I would say that um, uh, uh, you know. I'm probably into Major League Baseball from the get-go. You know, it's in April. I kind of watch it from the get-go, but I get more excited in it when it gets to be September and October. I mean, just like everybody else does. There's a little more excitement when the playoffs The NFL, same thing. I mean, I'm kind of excited from the get-go, but once the playoffs start, you kind of, you know, it's almost like week – 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 to 14. This week I'm not that excited about it except for just some games, of course. Okay, uh-huh. but answering your question with the NCAA, from a 1 to a 10, I'm about a 7 in December, probably an 8 in January, a 9 in February, 
and a 10 in March. <laughs> you know, if that answers it. So, yeah. How about you? What, are you about the same way? I mean, you're not a zero guy. You're a no, sports no, guy. You, I, mean, I mean, like the Kentucky Derby, there's some people, there's zeros, and all of a sudden they went yeah. from zero to ten. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been watching the horses the whole year. At, at the least, I'm a six. Well, it's, yeah, it's, no, yeah. You and I kind of have the same situation because if there's a ball game, we're probably going to – a night that there's a ball game, we're going to be working it. So hard to see a lot. So I love when the Huskers play on a Wednesday night, sure. uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, and then we probably see more late night Pac-12 Gonzaga type basketball because if we get home and there's something on, that's what you're going to see. You're not going to be watching the SEC or the ACC. When I was working a UNK basketball game and I reported a foul, and I reported it and they had a timeout and I went over to do the timeout, Buck Mahoney goes, Matt Davidson just caught a pass in the end zone from Scott Frost. The game's in overtime, 38-38. Okay, so you're talking about how many years ago to that been, and I wasn't get to I didn't get to watch that game, but you know yeah, I kind of but I try not to schedule stuff yeah, during but, that time. Yeah, but Buck but, Mahoney, but Buck Mahoney was at the UNK yeah. game, and he knew I'd be interested in it. So I mean, how many years ago was that? I mean, that's that's we're 97. Talking, yeah, we're talking 20, 27 years. About ago. the only time yeah. I get uh, in that situation is state volleyball, uh, if the, depending who we have in a final. And what time kickoff is, that, that has happened before. Every once in a while you'll catch yeah. a, a – and, and state tournament for basketball. Sure. But, I mean, uh, when it comes to like, Husker football, yeah. That's yeah I, I, schedule my, uh, my, I schedule my son's baseball games around everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you schedule kind of Nebraska football kind of around everything, right? Don't you? A little bit? A little bit. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. I'm checking the Doug and Daddy Bull Bonanza leaderboard. It's okay. When some guy's 20 and 40. I think we've got a winner. There's only one game left, right, Danny? Right. Yeah. There's only one game left. T Power, twenty and four, is going to be the winner of the recliner from Huskers Sit and Sleep. Do we know where he's from? Uh, we're going to be efforting that after okay. the show. All right. Okay. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I leave that up to Danny right. to dig into all that. But right. then you have a, a bunch of folks. Oh, a bunch. You've got uh, five people that went eighteen and six. So there's no nineteen. That's why we can declare twenty sure. the winner with one game to go. But um, Myself, I have 17, and I'm tied for seventh, and I have Michigan. It'll be interesting. Some of these guys may not have, but we've got really nice prizes, second and third, and then it kind of dwindles down the amount of the gift card you're going to get from Cunningham's and Big Dally's Deli. So good luck to all of those. But I think we can almost officially name T. Power the winner of the Doug and Daddy Bull Bonanza. And that, I don't think that's ever happened. Maybe it has once. Well, because there's so many bowl games, but usually you're not too clear of the field. Yeah, it's very interesting. I, I needed uh, – last night I would have finished 14th out of 360, Doug, if Michigan and Texas both would have won. But since they didn't, I went from 14th all the way to 26th. Yeah. I had Michigan, but I was just happy to get one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm smiling. I picked Michigan and Washington. I thought they deserved you to be where they that. were. And uh, people kept asking me as we got up to yesterday. I just said, I know that I didn't want Alabama in there, but I'm just telling you, I think Michigan's the better football team. Thus, Alabama shouldn't have been in there, but Alabama does what they do. Now you just got six days to get ready for the national championship. I wish we had a little bit more. I don't know how, but it's going to change now because it's going to be a week. You're not going to have a month to get ready for the semifinals in one week to get ready for the national championship. It is what it is. It's fun for a sports fan. So Michigan and Washington. Yeah, and if they just took two teams, 
instead of the four, these would be the two. Yep. They were the one and two seeds. And Florida, Florida State, State would not would have, not been, have been, in. been in. No, they They'd wouldn't have been, have been the in. three. Hey, thanks yeah, so yeah. much to Kelly Cooksley, Broken Bow Girls basketball coach and the organizer of the Nebraska Girls Basketball Showcase. If you can, get out and watch one or all eight of the games Saturday at Kearney High. Tomorrow, we're going to talk a little wrestling. Uh, our Loper Link, UNK, is getting ready for the D2 National Wrestling Duels. We're going to talk about that and uh, more as the week moves on because Hastings College is hosting their wrestling opens over the weekend, and uh, we get back into it here in 2024. Thanks for joining us on the Doug and Daddy Show. You've been listening to a Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carnage. Oh, darling, I feel like amazing. Don't make me do that again. Game over!